I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 60 of the podcast. I'm very happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please go over there and smack that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the excitement that's coming your way here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, got a nice podcast lined up for you today. Got best-selling children's book author, Zach Bush, going to be joining me here in just a moment, so stick around for that. Uh, Tomorrow, I will have author and filmmaker John Finch. And Friday, by popular demand from my listeners out there in Kansas, I'm going to have Trooper Ben on the podcast. So I'll be very excited to speak with him. He's going to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, distracted driving, and he's going to talk about uh, fatherhood. So it's going to be a very exciting interview. Please subscribe. You don't want to miss all the fun. I'm constantly getting feedback from you guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, A couple of guests that I know I'm going to be having that I've confirmed. uh, First Class Father, Army Ranger, uh, author of Outlaw Platoon, Sean Parnell will be joining me on a future podcast. I haven't been able to put the dates down yet, but he's already given me his word. He's coming on the podcast, so I look forward to that. Also, at some point, I'm going to have Pete Hegseth. One of the anchors over on Fox and Friends there. He'll be joining me here on the podcast. So uh, I'm in scheduling with uh, Ben Shapiro. I'm trying to work out the details with his assistant. I'm waiting to hear back. And, uh, you know, uh, please stay tuned. Keep it locked in. Things are getting exciting here at First Class Fatherhood. So follow me on Twitter because that's really where you're going to find out first. I'm not as active on Facebook or Instagram. I kind of stick to Twitter. And so that's where you'll find out all the news first. So please keep it locked in here to First Class Fatherhood. And please keep hitting me with your comments, any feedback you have, good or bad. It all has been really helping and really pushing me forward. So I can't say thank you enough to the listeners out there. All right, so I'm going to hit a quick spot here. We're going to be right back with best-selling children's book author, Zach Bush. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now is a First Class Father, a Miami nightclub owner, and best-selling author of the children's book Made For Me, It is a book that is currently flying off the shelves. Zach Bush, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Headed to be chatting this morning. All right, Zach, let's do this. How many kids do you have? I have two. My children are ages three and two. And Ace and a two-year-old daughter named Ava, and they are my pride and joy, literally. My wife might want uh, one more and one more after that, but we'll see. Yeah, see, that would put you right on par with me. I have four myself, and I got to give you a fair warning. That that jump from two to three, that first year will put your parenting skills and your marriage to the test. But I can assure you, the prize is delicious. So, uh, you know, please, don't, don't let me discourage you. It's definitely well worth it. And the two was different, and I'm sure that from two to three would, would be very, very different. But But we'll see. We have some time over here. Tell me what hit you with the inspiration to write a children's book. Uh, I, I didn't really necessarily set out to write a children's book until the day that my son was born. Um, my son Ace was born, like I said, about three years ago. And 
I was just moved by emotion. And they say, you know, that you don't know what it's like to you have children of your own. And boy, is that true. I remember holding my son for the very first time. And literally, I was overcome with emotion. And then my wife and I would start reading to, uh, you know, my son and then later my daughter every night. And there were really no no children's books or no books that we were reading with with the father ooing and awing over the baby like we often see the mother and I found myself ooing and awing and just totally in love and I had to get it out somehow and thus made for me was born yeah just about every dad I've had on the podcast here feels the same way and we're kind of tired of being portrayed in the movies and on TVs as a secondary parent with all the same typical stereotypes it's like the father taking the the, the kids to work or the father not being, you know, around as much, but certainly no, you know, in, in, in today's day and age, I wanted to show that not only is it okay for a male figure to ooh and ah over their children, but it's encouraged. You should do it. And, and, you know, I find myself very comfortable with, you know, being a sensitive guy and uh, I wanted others who might not be able to put it into words to at least be able to read my my book and hopefully find a way to connect to their children in, in a different way. I couldn't agree more. And it's like back in the 50s or maybe even longer before that, if a dad changed a diaper, he was considered to be like a super dad. And and, and that was another time. And, and society doesn't expect the mother to be only a homemaker anymore. The view of moms has changed drastically, while the expectations of dads as the guy who only brings home the bacon, it kind of remains the same. You just totally nailed it. Okay, tell me a little bit more about what it is you do for a living. A bar owner, and uh, I'm in the hospitality business. Have a, a a new restaurant that I'm opening up in about 90 days, so I, I stay plenty busy. But uh, I do it all for the family and for the kids. Yeah, wow! Talk about a contrast right there, uh, or going from one extreme to the other. Nightclub scene to the best-selling children's book author. Tell me, how do the patrons that know you in your establishment, how, how have they uh, received your kind of transformation in a sense? Very surprised because what I work, you know, I'm pretty much all business, although they do see that I bring my kid. You know, we're, we're a daytime and a nighttime venue, a live music venue as well. And my, you know, I love surrounding my family and my children with music. So during the day they are, I, you know, I try to bring them in at least once every couple of weeks to hear some great music and, and jam out a little bit. Uh, so I think that they had seen that I'm a loving father um, right right out of the gate. But I think people are very surprised when they find out uh, that I wrote this children's book that's been so well received. And then they read the book and it's really it really is, you know, I hate to keep saying ooing and awing, but it really is the book wrote itself. And I think people are surprised when you know that I was able to to get that done. Yes, I've read some of the reviews on Amazon and the proof is in the pudding. I, I can really feel the emotion that it hits the parents or the readers with. Uh, please tell my listeners, why should they go out and buy the book? I think that it just shows, you know, a father enjoying the tender moments between father and child. You know, the book is written in such a way that it's for, it, it, you know, it's for a boy or a girl. And it's just written in such a way where, again, we often see mothers, you know, being the ones to, you know, cry or enjoy, you know, the first clap, the first walk, the first crawl, banging with pots and pans, you know, talking about, you know, switching the baby from the crib to a big boy bed, all these little moments that I found myself really enjoying. And, you know, it's, 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 it, listen, writing a children's book as a first time author is not something you do for financial purposes. Um, I did it, 
you know, to really take the feelings in my heart and, and, and get them out on, on pen, you know, on ink and paper. And um, I, it's just been a truly rewarding experience to the point where I would say out of anything that I've done in my whole life, besides my wife and my kids, and this is, you know, I've, I've had businesses, I've sold businesses, you know, right now, my, my nightclub venue down here is, is ranked number one on TripAdvisor of all nightlife in Miami. Um, and there's nothing I'm more proud of than this book. Wow. Powerful statement right there. That's awesome. All right. Tell me how your kids received the book. I'm sure they've heard it once or twice. Book very very well. I, you know, I they've they've definitely heard it read to them more than anyone in the world because from the first draft, from the first draft to when it hit the market, <laughs> it was really a three year process. So um, I'd be lying if I told you that they're as excited as they were the first, you know, hundred thousand times they heard it. But they know that the book is very special. And it's one of those things where, you know, given that my, my children are ages three and two, one of the things that, that, I, that I think is going to be very cool is as they get a little bit older, I think the book will mean, mean a little bit uh, more to them in a different way. And also, I remember being a young kid thinking it was so cool when you would open up a book and see it was dedicated to, you know, this book is for John or this book is for Lisa. And the fact that I was able to give that, you know, to my kids where they have a book dedicated to Ace and Ava, those are their names, um, I think is very, very cool as well. Well said. All right, it is now time for a word from today's sponsors, and I'll be right back with more of the action on First Class Fatherhood. Now, the book is wonderfully illustrated. Did you do the illustrations for the book as well? I am, I am not an illustrator. So if you are not an illustrator, most of the publishing houses uh, and editors like to go find an illustrator for you because they have experience in that. And uh, the publishing house that I worked with let me have a say in the illustrations. And they had brought back several illustrators before we both fell in love uh, with the illustrator that they selected, uh, who was from Italy. And he did a phenomenal job. I mean, literally, my words are I'm very proud of my words, but he, he brought them to life. And it really goes to show you that uh, that the illustrations are so crucial, and especially in, in a picture book. Awesome. Now, a lot of dads out there are very creative, and they may be looking to start a project similar to yours. So what kind of advice would you give that father that's out there? I would say you just got to do it. That, that at the end of the day, it's, you know, like, look, you started this podcast, what, probably, I think you mentioned three, four months ago, right? That the only thing stopping you is you, and that yep. you don't know until you try. And if you try, nothing comes easy. Um, nothing in life comes easy, or the best things don't come easy. And it's a lot of work, but um, in the end, when you accomplish your goal and do what you want to do, especially when it's for your children or involving you know anything having to do with your kids, um, there is nothing more rewarding in life. Um, you know, like even this podcast, uh, you know. I'm not sure how financially rewarding it is. That's none of my business, but you're doing it because you love to do it. And, uh, you know, you love speaking to guests and it's a project that you're behind, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm only three months into this podcast, so it's not particularly raining Benjamins over here just yet. But uh, I do have the faith that I'll be monetized or picked up by somebody soon. But fatherhood, it is my life and it is my passion. So the, the time is well worth the effort for me. And you did it for the passion and for the love and, you know, all surrounding, you know, your family and your children. And the same thing with me, um, you know, as a first time children's book author, it wasn't, oh, uh, let me do this project and make money. It, 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 I haven't made money, 
because I've spent a lot of, of my own time and, you know, marketing myself, marketing the book. Um, and it's really just to me, it was about creating something very, very special. And truthfully, I wanted it to be special for my family and my kids. And then once the project was done, I wanted to be in as many homes as possible. I mean, I think that the book and reading the feedback that I get, you know, I answer all of my, you know, through the Facebook page and the Amazon reviews, you know, they really do make me smile from the inside out. And here was something that you would think, um, oh, writing a children's book isn't that difficult. And again, for some people that may not be, but for me, it was a three year project. So it seemed like forever by the time I finally held it in print. And, and like I said, I'm enormously proud of it. Yeah, the feedback definitely keeps me going as well. And and if I know that my podcast can catch a father on a bad day where he's having some doubts about his own struggles or his own failures as a father, I mean, and, and I know that I might have lifted his spirits just for that day and it hit him at the right moment, boy, that's priceless to me. And that, that that's what I'm trying to do here. That's That's my objective. But I would imagine there's no better feeling in the world. And, you know, as, as someone, you and I sound very similar uh, in, in that regard where, you have a passion or something that interests you, go do it. You know, I spent, um, you know, I worked during the day to, 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 you know, help, help pay for my, you know, my, my family and, and our life down here. And it was so important to me to get these feelings out that I was writing at night because, you know, when you have kids and babies, there's no quiet time at home until everyone is sleeping. And literally it was that important to me where I spent countless nights where my wife would wake up and say, what are you doing? And um, I, I had to get it out. And, and <laughs> you know, like, like just like you said, you move one family, you connect with one dad. I mean, that's priceless. You made a difference. Yeah, the, the, the feeling is, is unbelievable. And, and I've been in the same situation where my wife will walk in and be like, you're still up. You're still doing this. And it's I, 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 when I have that that feeling of the emotion, I, I have to get it out as well. And that's I it. Stop. I think to go full circle back to your question is the you know, the advice would be the only thing stopping you is you. Um, you know, you wake up every day, you know, you have choice of, of, of how you spend your day and how you spend your time. And of course, everyone has work, you know, you know, most people work and have to do what they have to do. But you know, it's very important to carve out personal goals. And, uh, you know, to, to echo your sentiment, sentiment is that money is not the the end all be all. Yeah, I kind of buy into the Jim Rohn philosophy of, uh, success is not something you pursue. It's something that you attract by becoming an attractive person. So I think as long as you're you're working on your passion, working on yourself, the success, the money, it'll find you. All right, Zach, please tell the listeners where they can find the book. On, on Amazon, at your local bookstores. The book is really carried nationwide, Barnes & Nobles, uh, Books A Million, um, Costco. Uh, some of the Costcos are carrying it. It has not been rolled out to all of them, but really it's available nationwide. Uh, even Whole Foods, uh, every Whole Foods in the country picked it up. So, I mean, it's been super exciting, but the book is available anywhere. Amazon's probably the easiest. Do you have any upcoming book signings or any other appearances we should know about? I just finished about a round of about 10 of them here in South Florida. I got to get back with the publisher next week to see if we're doing any uh, in the Northeast up in New York. But as of this moment, I do not have any more on the schedule, but I'm sure that will change uh, in a week or two. Cool. Any future projects underway? Any other books in the future? I'm in the middle of writing several other manuscripts. You know, I am in the middle of writing three or four uh, all at the same time. But again, um, it's almost where, you know, I have to feel passionate about it and feel the emotion. I'm not going to write, you know, finish these projects just for the sake of, oh, you had one 
hit book. Let's write another one. It really has to mean something to me. So that's that's why I have so many of them going on at the same time. And we'll see which one wraps its wraps up first. All right. Before I let you go, I'd like to ask all the dads that come on the podcast here. What what kind of advice would you give the about to be father or the guy who's considering becoming a father or the new dad that's out there? Well, if you're considering to become a father, do it. There's nothing more. um, I mean, to me, there's nothing more rewarding in life than your own children. And to the to the to the dads that are already out there, I would say one of the hardest things for me to do would be to put down my phone, put away my computer and stop working and make sure that I have time to connect with the kids. Um, but again, there there is nothing more valuable than, than disconnecting and just spending quality time with the family. Um, and I think that that's crucial. And my wife would agree as well. Okay, great. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. Listen, I'm going to have the links where everybody can find your information. I'm going to put it all in the description of this podcast when I publish it. And I want to say it's been a real pleasure having you on the podcast. I have enjoyed you giving me a few moments of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. So much for having me. I really enjoyed speaking and I wish you the best of luck and continued success. Okay, everybody. First Class Father, Zach Bush. We'll be right back after a quick spot. All right, back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. Again, I want to say a special thank you to First Class Father Zach Bush for giving me a few minutes here of his time. Uh, Keep it locked in for tomorrow. I'm having First Class Father, best-selling author and filmmaker, John Finch, joining me right here on First Class Fatherhood. And then Friday... I will have Trooper Ben from Kansas by popular demand. They love this guy. I'm getting hit. I'm being followed by all sorts of people from Kansas. I welcome all my new listeners from Kansas, and I look forward to that one as well. So please, from the little acorn, grew the mighty oak. So keep it locked in. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, you may not get to always fly first class, but you are always a first class father.